Let's get a look at what's happening with our news here this morning. I'm John Ryan reporting. University of Northern Iowa officials are raising money to renovate what UNI President Mark Nook calls iconic spaces on the Cedar Falls campus. In 2026, when we turn 150 years old, the Campanile will be 100 years old, the Unidome will be 50 years old, and the Gallagher Blue Dorn Performing Arts Center will be 26 years old. Uh, the most recognizable of those, of course, is the Unidome, which Nook says isn't just a regional center, but a facility that serves the entire state. With state football playoffs, the various ag and home shows that happen in their concerts. So it really is a resource for the state. So it's one we've got to pay attention to and, and make sure we keep up to date. And after 50 years, it needs a little work. Now, Nook says part of the plan is to replace the bleachers with stadium seating. Right now, if you attend to an event there, you're sitting on a 18 inches of aluminum with a pretty solid back behind you. What we want to do is pull all of those out and replace them with uh, stadium seats and cup holders so that um, you can be a little more comfortable when you're in the venue. Now, the UNI's predominant school color is purple, and Nook says the plan is to call for new seats to be purple. The surface of the indoor track is to be upgraded as well. And uh, make it uh, also very UNI-specific, purple and gray, and, and our big logo on it. Um, one of the big improvements will be the in the restrooms. Um, our current restrooms need some work. Now, the plan is to add space to the Unidome uh, for new restrooms, which Nook says will free up space in the facility so crowds can move more easily. Nook made his comments during a taping of the Iowa Press program on PBS. Iowa Congressman Randy Feenstra is pushing to expand a 2018 law about a new technology that processes data dramatically faster than traditional computers do. It's called quantum computing, and it has the potential to improve existing industries and create new ones. I mean, this is the fastest computing uh, apparatus that, that, that is in the world. And we always talk about healthcare, and we talk about financials and all this other stuff that quantum computing can do. And I said, well, wait a minute. Uh, when you look at quantum molecular simulations, uh, you can start modeling with fertilizer, with input costs for agriculture. Now, here's how the concept worked. Computers use quantum mechanics to store data on what's called subatomic particles, basically the fragments of atoms. Quantum computing has the potential to process data in seconds that would take a traditional computer days or even months to sort. Congress is expected to reauthorize the government's National Quantum Initiative in 2023, and Feenstra says the agricultural applications need to be specified. I don't want agriculture left behind when we start talking about the efficiencies and effectiveness of quantum computing. The next generation, this is what it's all about, is how we can be more efficient, more effective on what we do on the farm, and we can do that through quantum computing technology. Now, federal spending on quantum information science has doubled in the past two years. Feenstra says it has the potential to expand battery storage and create more effective medications, as well as create the next generation of farm fertilizers. As we uh, come to the end of 2022 and look forward to 2023, we always take a look back, and this time we'll talk about politics in the state of Iowa. Radio Iowa, I'm O.K. Henderson with this review of the top political stories of 2022. In January, Governor Kim Reynolds called for an end to state taxation of retirement income as well as a cut to the state income tax. We'll have less to spend once a year at the Capitol, but we'll see it spent every single day 
on main streets, in grocery stores, and at restaurants all across Iowa. On March 1st, Reynolds approved a tax cut package that had most of what she proposed. That night, Reynolds gave the Republican response to President Biden's State of the Union address. And instead of moving America forward, it feels like President Biden and his party have sent us back in time to the late 70s and early 80s. The 2022 legislature made changes in Iowa's bottle bill. Republican Senator Jason Schultz said it was either fix it or repeal it. We've been working on this thing for years, and this year started with uh, recognizing what the people of Iowa want. They don't want the, the deposit increase. Senator Joe Bolcom opposed letting grocery stores opt out of accepting empties. Iowa consumers will pay for these cans and bottles, and they'll never see the money again. In the June primary, Governor Reynolds successfully campaigned against a few House Republicans who opposed her plan to provide state scholarships to cover private school expenses. Ultimately, we're going to make sure that every parent has a choice in their child's education. In November, Reynolds won re-election by 20 points. Deidre Dajir, her Democratic opponent, urged supporters not to give up. Every day out of the week, democracy is worth fighting for. Every day out of the week. 89-year-old U.S. Senator Chuck Grassley won re-election to an eighth term. So I thank you for your trust in me over a long period of time. I'm in a position to do a lot for Iowa. Democrat Mike Franken finished 14 points behind Grassley, Grassley's closest race since 1980. Rest, regroup, keep building, and live to raise your voice to win another day. State Auditor Rob Sand was the only Democrat to win a statewide race in November. All four Republicans running for seats in the U.S. House won, and Republicans gained seats in the Iowa legislature. This summer, the Republican National Committee voted to keep the Iowa GOP's caucuses first in 2024. Iowa Democrats like Scott Brennan spent much of the year trying to keep their caucuses first. Starting this process in Iowa has resulted in our Democratic nominee winning the popular vote in the last four presidential elections. Why would we mess with success? In early December, President Biden criticized the caucuses and called for South Carolina's primary to go first, followed by primaries in four other states. A panel of national Democrats have given initial approval to that plan. Read more coverage of Iowa politics at RadioIowa.com. I'm O.K. Henderson. And that is a look at what's happening with your news this hour. We'll continue the news watch, of course, coming up next hour. Stay right here with Western Iowa's information leader. It's KCIM. A check of your weather forecast is just minutes away.